What's up? What's up? What's up? Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Joshua Esters back again with another episode. And as always, thank you for uh, thank you to all the new folks who are rolling rolling by the podcast and 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 finding the podcast and listening and all that good stuff. And uh, and and also thank you to the permanent fixtures who are still here uh, listening to the podcast. I appreciate all of you. Okay, so I'm gonna to try to get straight into this um to this episode. Um, this episode we're gonna talk about uh, software equipment. I'm gonna give uh give you guys an inside look at um you know what softwares I pay for, um, what equipment that I use, what do I use to run my business. Okay, so I'm gonna give you guys an inside look at that. Uh, I never I've never talked about that before on the podcast. So, um, um, I thought it would be something, um, something worth talking about. So I'm going to try to keep this one, um, short as short as possible. Um, and if you haven't got a chance yet, check out the previous episode, the power of the P the power of the procedures where I talk about, um, uh, um, standard operating procedures and writing down your processes and how I'm writing down my processes and procedures and how that's helping me in my business. Um, because, uh, the thing is like, <clears throat> um, I am being very, ch- I'm being, I'm, I'm being challenged right now. And, uh, the challenge is, is time. Uh, there's so many things to do and so little time and uh and i'm constantly uh i feel like i'm constantly running up a hill trying to get the things that i need to get done and um and that's that partially uh has led me to the point of creating processes processes and procedures and writing them down so i can either hire someone else to do it or if I do decide to do um, something of my on my own, I at least have a, a consistent process, a consistent procedure that I always follow. Um, and all of that is the purpose of all of that is to buy back my time. So that's what the that's what procedures and processes do. It, it buys you time, and it also allows you to scale your business. Um, kind of those things go hand in hand. If you have more time, you can more you can focus more so on the things that matter in the business, the things that allow you to grow your business, the things that are higher level. If you're able to hire out um, some of the, you know, some of the uh, the the things that you constantly do, um, that could be written down in a process that could be followed by somebody. You could pay to, to do it. But even if you can't pay anybody to do it, it's still important to have something written down um, because it's just, it just, it's just, that's just how it is. It's, that's just how it is. Having something written down, having your processes and, process and processes and procedures written down um, allows you to make sure you're following, make sure you're doing things the same way every single time. Uh, because, you know, at the, at the end of the day, we're human. A lot of times we are not, um, if no one's pushing us to do something, we usually don't do it. And um, that's just how it is, unfortunately. But anyways, enough about that. Check out that podcast. This one we're going to get into 
um, some equipment, software, all of those different types of things that I use to run my business. So let's start with um, let's start with software. And uh, let's see, I have uh, got a little bit of notes here. Let's see, I got one, two, three, four, five, six. No, five, five things that I use um, in my business. And um, there, are, there are things that I use and pay for. Not a lot of things, not a lot, not a lot of software, rather. Um, but it's not essential to the main function of my business, right? So the main function of my e-commerce business, that is the, uh, that's the software and the uh, equipment that I'm going to go over. Um, I'm not going to include some of the non-essential things, the things that I am uh, testing out or playing with to see if they work to do other, to do other things that are not directly related to my, my main business, but so today we're talking about the main, the main, what, what do I use for the main functions of, of my business? Um, they're not in, in, they're not in any particular order of, a, of importance either. So first ones first is inventory lab. So if you are a, if you are an OG Amazon seller, you know what inventory lab is. And this is one of the first softwares that I, um, ever, you know, started using, because that's how I started off. I started off doing retail arbitrage um, on Amazon, and uh, this game—it's a game changer. So Inventory Lab, and uh, I used to use the uh, the Inventory Lab scanner app. I forget the name of it, but it comes with Inventory Lab. But um, Inventory Lab, I mainly use. There's 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 many functions of Inventory Lab. There's so many, and I do not. Um, I don't even use all of them, but I use Inventory Lab for my accounting on Amazon. So Inventory Lab handles basically all of my accounting needs. So it records all of my sales. It records all of the costs. I'm able to, you know, I submit my shipments when I do FBA. I submit my shipments through Inventory Lab. Um, instead of directly on Amazon and it tracks all of that stuff for me. So without inventory lab, I don't see how anybody can have an Amazon business. It, it, it doesn't, um, it does pretty much everything, you know, um, in terms of that side of things, whether it's accounting for costs and accounting for income. So it does everything you needed to do in that aspect. It also pulls up reports. So if you want to see, um, you know, it has profit and loss, profit and loss reports, um, and, uh, reports based on, um, specific SKUs or uh, specific ASINs and all these different things you can look up to, um, analyze your business. So it's not just accounting per se, but it's also, um, you can pull up reports, uh, that can help you analyze your business. So, um, I use inventory lab and inventory lab is, is, is one of the, uh, man, it's, it's just a great tool. It's a, it's a great tool for, for an Amazon seller. Um, yeah, so I, I don't plan on not using it. I'm, I've always had inventory lab. I've had, I've had it since what, 2017 when I first started doing Amazon 
and I never gotten rid of it. And I don't I don't need to get rid of it. I've gotten rid of some of my other Amazon tools, but uh but that one's still standing. So yeah. So another software that I use is Amazon Print Connect. So Amazon Print Connect, this is this is a software um, you can get directly from Seller Central. That's Amazon's uh, seller dashboard. So if you are, you know, if you're Amazon seller, you have Seller Central, you can, you know, search it. You could search Amazon Print Connect if you don't have it already. And basically the importance of Print Connect, Amazon Print Connect, which is free, you know, you don't have to pay for that. Uh, it, it just basically connects Seller Central to your printer. So when you buy a shipping label, if you're, you know, doing merchant fulfilled orders, uh, merchant fulfilled for the non Amazon sellers is when you're basically fulfilling orders yourself. You're not uh, fulfilling orders through Amazon's warehouse. So it's non FBA. So non FBA is merchant fulfilled. So if you're an eBay seller, you fulfill your own orders. So the equivalent of that is merchant fulfilled. Uh, they call it merchant merchant fulfilled on Amazon. But um, anyways, so if you do a lot of merchant fulfilled, which I which I do, I, I do a lot of um, relatively speaking, uh, I do quite a bit of merchant merchant fulfilled orders on Amazon. So Amazon Print Connects, uh, Amazon Print Connect is the name of the software. It connects when I buy the shipping, it goes straight to my my uh, my label printer instead of because, uh, you know, when you buy the shipping the label downloads maybe to a PDF and then you have to open the PDF and then you have to click print and then you select your printer and it, it, it you avoid all that. You avoid all of that. If you have Amazon print connect, you, you click on, you click on buy shipping and then it just goes straight to your printer and it prints out, right? The label prints out automatically. So it does save a, a whole lot of time. And I stumbled across that, uh, at some point, um, but I've been using it for a very, very long time now. But um, yeah, it's just a uh, lifesaver. Life so um, those are the two tools that I use in relation to my, my Amazon sales. Um, so let's move on over to a software that I use for everything else. Um, so, I, so I have a... Uh, um, a software subscription to a company called List Perfectly. So List Perfectly. Uh, List Perfectly is a, a multi-channel um, focused software where it allows you to um, do what's called cross-posting. This is for people who are you know unfamiliar with selling multi-channel. So um, in, in this specific in this specific software, it allows you to like, say, for example, if you have a, a listing on eBay, for example, and you want to have that same listing, but you want to ha also have it on um, Facebook Marketplace or you want to have it on uh, Poshmark, you know, so list perfectly. Basically, that software allows you to take that eBay listing and it transfers it over to uh let's let's say for example poshmark you want it you want that same listing to be on poshmark it converts it into not it does not convert it but it creates 
that same listing in uh, Poshmark, for example. And it, it fills in all the, you know, the, uh, the fields required for Poshmark. And uh, so, yeah, so basically you can basically move that listing uh, or duplicate that listing from eBay over to Poshmark and vice versa if you want to do that. So they have a list of platforms that, uh, that they um, allow you to do that with. So uh, they have Etsy, they have eBay, they have Depop, Poshmark, um, uh, 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 um, and, and so many other ones. Um, let me see if I can pull it up real quick. So no, I'm, I'm forgetting uh, most of them. Um, what is it? So let's go to their website real quick. Um, yeah, so Macari and some other ones I don't, I don't even recognize. I don't even recognize uh, Instagram's one, Shopify. Um, and then they keep, they keep, you know, they keep adding on platforms. And, and it allows you to basically, you know, if you're using, you know, two or three of these platforms, or even if you're using all of these platforms, um, which would be very difficult to do, but, but, uh, but if you're using multiple, many of these platforms, you'll be able to just basically cross post instead of starting over from scratch and try to build a listing from scratch, um, on every single platform that you want to be on. So this allows you to be on multiple platforms at the same time. This cross posting, this cross posting, or also called cross listing, but I call it cross posting. Um, it just allows you to be in other places. Like if it wasn't for, um, list perfectly, I wouldn't be on as many channels as I'm on currently. Um, and the thing is I, I started when I first I found out about List Perfectly after I decided to go multi-channel. Um, I had decided to go to multi-channel and I was trying to figure out like, that was my problem. My problem was, dang, how do I, uh, it's not how do I, but it was taking me a long time to build a listing on eBay and then also try and take that listing and then, you know, build the same thing on, on, on Poshmark. Uh, it just, just obviously it took, took a long time having to start from scratch. But then when um, when this came out, if this was in, in beta, uh, it's a couple of years ago. Um, this is right around the time that I literally started doing, I started really getting serious about multi-channel. I tried it and I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was slow. And I was like, you know, this is not for me. I, I really hope, it, I really wish it was. Uh, you know, I, I messaged um, the owners this is this, this, this is during a time where the owners were, you know, messaging, you know, back, right? So that's how early this was with this product. Um, so, you know, I would say, you know, this is not working for me. It's it's slow. It's taking me a long time. And it, it just took a long time for um, for my photos. Well, what would happen was I would uh, cross post from uh, eBay to Poshmark. And it would take forever for the photos to upload to Poshmark. Um, and then they gave me uh, a few tips on how I can, um, what do you call that? Compress, compress the images. And I didn't realize that the images, cause I was taking the photos myself, I still do, but um, there, there's a lot of um, memory or um, these images hold a lot of data, right? So, 
they could be, you know, 10 megabytes. They could be upwards to 10 megabytes per image. And I, I didn't realize at that time that that's what was slowing the process down. See, on eBay, you could upload that stuff, and it's fairly quick. I mean, eBay's been around for quite a bit of time, and, and, and you know, they figured out a way to upload images relatively quickly. But, um, <clears throat> but... You know, the Poshmark, Poshmark was a relative, is a, is a relatively new platform. And especially then it was even more new at the time it was a couple of years ago. Um, and the, the, the photos were just taking forever. So, uh, so they told me to, um, sign up for a company called tiny PNG. And, um, that's actually another software that I use that I didn't put down on here uh, tiny PNG. So tiny PNG.com. They basically compress and there's some other websites that do it too. compress your images and blah, blah, blah. Right. So once I was able to do that, I was, I, I, um, I didn't quit using the software, the list perfectly software. I want, I kept going at it and I've been with them ever since. And I think that was maybe 2000, what, uh, 2019, maybe 2000, late 2018, Maybe 2019, excuse me. Yeah, 2019, excuse me. Yeah. Um, so uh so yeah, so that was 2019. And um I've been with them ever since. So I do there's with all these softwares, I don't really use them all. I don't really use all the different functions of them. Um there's so many different things you can do. But the things that I use, I use the cross-posting tool, and which is it works very well. And I now have my, you know, my standard operating procedure on how to cross post from eBay to Poshmark, for example, or uh, eBay to Etsy. Um, well, well, I have it. Here's here's how I have my standard operating procedures as of now, you know, um, because I mostly use it in the order I'm getting ready to tell you. So uh, one of the standard standard operating procedures I put together was how I, because you first have, not, you don't have to, but I recommend, I recommend you creating the listing in list perfectly. So you basically build the listing in list perfectly first. So you put your images up there, your description, and then you fill out all of the, 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 the fields as much as you want to. And depending on what plan you have with list perfectly, uh, will also depend on, you know, what fields you're going to fill out. So I have a standard operating procedure on how to create the listing in uh, list perfectly. And then from there, I, I cross post from list perfectly to Etsy. Okay. That's where I go first. So all of my listings go to Etsy first. Okay. They all go to Etsy first and then I, I save them as a draft and then I make whatever I, um, you know, whatever I'm going to make live, I make it go live, but that's my second operating um, operating procedure in regards to the listing process is uh, after cross after creating the listing onto list perfectly the next the next SOP is uh, cross posting from list perfectly to Etsy so once we do that the listing goes to Etsy it creates it there and then you know there's a few buttons I have to fill out and then bam the uh, you know, I save it as a draft or, you know, my, my, uh, assistant saves it as a draft and it's, it's on, it's on, uh, Etsy. So that, that's a SOP there. Um, and then once I, you know, uh, I have to go over 
the listing and make sure uh, certain things are in place before the listing actually goes live on Etsy. So, um, so even after my SOP, after what my assistant does from the SOP, there's still a few things that only I can do on the listing to make sure the listing is how I want it to be before it goes live. Once it goes live, my next SOP is moving, um, moving that, uh, cross posting that same listing over to eBay. Okay, so now that I can get that uh, on eBay as well. Now, the thing is, I sell multiples of the same thing. Now, this, my strategy, will list perfectly is different from the strategy I think most people are using list, list perfectly for. Uh, most people using list perfectly, uh, or many of them, a, a huge, um, their main target audience is the resellers, um, um, you know, um, you know, the the non-Amazon retail arbitrage garage sale um, uh, storage container, you know, bulk buys kind of sellers. Okay, like I am not in their main demographic in terms of who they target, right? So, so, um, but that is slowly changing. You know, but um, but originally when they first started out, at least that was the case. So I use this perfectly because I, I sell multiples of the same thing. OK, so it makes more sense and it's easier for me to create multiple listings and and then, you know, on multiple platforms and I can just leave them there. See, if you're selling one offs or if you have a few, if you're a garage seller, if you're uh, if you do garage uh, arbitrage. Or if you do, if you're doing retail arbitrage, that's that's not Amazon. Um, you may have multiples of, of a certain quantity, but uh, after you run out of those multiples, that's it. See me, I could just restock and restock and restock. But anyways, so that that uh, that explains the purpose of why I do what I do. Okay, so yeah, I, I cross post from uh, from Etsy over to eBay, and then from from uh, from that. I haven't created this SOP yet, but from that, I'm going to do eBay to Poshmark. Okay, so that way I can have the same listing on Poshmark, eBay, and Etsy. Um, now, I already have many, I have, I don't know, uh, maybe 100 or so listings already on three different platforms, uh, 100 listings each. Some of, I have some listings that are not on eBay, that are on Poshmark, and that are on Etsy, but not, you know, so on and so forth. But right now with my SOP, I'm starting to clean that up uh, because at first I was doing it all by myself and, and I was just doing whatever, you know. But um, <clears throat> but but from List Perfectly to Etsy is a common, uh, 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 is a frequent activity that I'm going to be doing. Uh, Cross-posting from Etsy to eBay is a, frequent and common activity that I'm going to be doing, you know, moving forward. And then from uh, eBay to Poshmark is a common activity, is a frequent activity. So these things are going to be happening most of the time. So that's why I create the SOPs in that order. Now, there's other SOPs that I can do. I can do like, because like I said, I have some uh, listings that are on Poshmark, for example, that are not on eBay. So I have to reverse it. I have to do, uh, I have to create an SOP for cross-posting from uh Poshmark over to eBay. 
But anyways, that's list perfectly. So list perfectly basically allows you to have the same listings on multiple platforms at the same time and allows you to do it in a very easy and efficient way. Um, and that way you can make more money, obviously, and, you know, spend less time making that money. Um, the other software that I use is Merchant Words. Um, Merchant Words, uh, I've been following Merchant Words for a very long time, you know, and, and if you're an OG Amazon seller, if you're an OG Amazon seller, you probably know what Merchant Words is already, but uh, they're very popular in the space, um, at least I think so, and um, they're doing pretty well. I've been following the owner for a long time, um, just listening to him on a lot of different podcasts, and um, and uh, uh, yeah, he seems like a great guy, and his company is great, the Merchant Words. Um, so, so Merchant Words, there's, you know, there's many reasons, there's many functions of Merchant Words, um, and it's grown a lot over the years. But me specifically, I use Merchant Words. Um, I use Merchant Words, I probably, I use a fraction of what Merchant Words actually does. Okay, so Merchant Words allows you to get data on words that are uh, used on Amazon. So if you're trying to look for trends, so this, this works well for the private label sellers. So if you're trying to find niches or, you know, you're trying to find trends or, you know, um, what searches are people are using and try to reverse engineer that into a product, uh, that works very well. Um, that, that's a tool that, you know, that will help you do that. Okay. Um, so a lot of private label sellers or would be private label sellers use merchant words. If the reach arbitrage person is not going to use merchant words um, for the most part. Uh, it just doesn't make sense because you're not tracking, you're not looking for um, words. You're looking for products that sell on Amazon. So, um, <clears throat> but at a certain point when I, I, uh, I was pursuing um, uh, private label was, you know, what I was pursuing was called poor man's private label. So poor man's private label is bundles, you know, trying to find bundles and create bundle listings. Um, I wanted to go down that route. It never really came into fruition the way I, um, the way I wanted to at the time. But that's why I signed up for Merchant Words back, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, today, I use it for my titles. Today, I use it for my titles and tags. Uh, and that's pretty much the only reason I use it for. I, I, um, I use it um, on Etsy, for example. There's a strong correlation between how people find your products and your title and your tags. Okay. So I need to, uh, so what I do is when I, when I'm going into merchant words, I'm looking at what are the, um, what are the most searched for, uh, terms related to the product that I'm selling? What are the most, what are the most popular and what are the most niche and what combination of words makes sense? Um, that's how I use merchant words. 
So if you type in a certain word inside of Merchant Words, it'll give you an estimate of how many times in the last 30 days, for example, that word or phrase was uh, typed in and, and used in the search bar on Amazon. Okay, So yeah, it, it is an Amazon tool, but I use it to help me get an idea of what people are possibly searching for on other places. Because Amazon is uh, uh, is one of the, I think maybe like, like the second largest search tool, I think, um, you know, outside of Google. But um, I, I think I remember hearing that. But anyways, either way, it's a it's an extremely large search tool. People search Amazon like they're searching Google. But the but what's what but what it does but what but what uh but what happens on Amazon that's that uh, that's different from Google is that people are searching with the intent to buy on Amazon. So they have a very strong, they have an intent to buy. Like people on Google, they're just searching stuff just because a lot of times, you know, oh, what does this word mean? But there's no money that's going to come out of that. Okay. If someone's searching for something on Amazon, you know, money is going to be exchanged most of the time. So that's why I use it because people are going there to search specific words to buy something. And I use it to help me uh, to help me determine um, what makes sense, what what people may be searching for to buy my products. OK, so um, so that's that's how I specifically use it. But it does hundreds of other things, you know, and, um, you know, you can explore them if you choose to. But I'm just talking about what I do. Um, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. So the fifth, um, it's not, this is not necessarily a software per se, but it's a G, uh, a G suite account. And honest, and, and honestly, I, I don't think they use the term G suite anymore. Um, Google's, what do they call it? Coworker? What is it called? Jeez. I'm just typing in G suite. They call it Google workspace. So Google Google Workspace um, allows you basically to get your own email for your business, your own Gmail for your business. Um, so I I uh, I you know pay yearly for a professional email. Um, honestly, I don't need it to run my core business. So um, so that's 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 it's not. Uh, a needed software. I use it for uh, other reasons, but I don't need it to make the money that I'm making. But um, it does give you somewhat a professional look. Um, and then also, you know, when I'm talking to, uh, I don't do this as often as I used to. Um, but when I'm talking to, when I was talking to different suppliers and and trying to uh, network with a lot of different suppliers and try to you know see if I can sell their products on the different platforms that I sell on. Um, it looks good, you know. It looks good, right? So it's it's better to have it in that context. So um, you can still you know use this regular Gmail account, but you know for seventy two dollars a year. Um, I pay seventeen dollars for a year for my for my Gmail account. I mean, it's not it's not much. 
uh, and I didn't always have a professional Gmail account. I didn't, I didn't start getting a, um, I didn't start until I, I didn't start getting, a, uh, I didn't start getting a lot of these things. Not a lot of these things. I didn't start getting this specific thing until I started making like some real money, you know? Um, uh, I mean, it was short lived when I was making that money, but when I, when I started really making some money, I was like maybe 2000, um, I think after, uh, shortly after, like, I don't know, 2019, uh, right before the pandemic hit, I had, had, um, I had a nice little chunk of change and, 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 and some confidence. So I was like, okay, let me get a professional email address now. <laughs> let me get that. So, um, so anyways, but it's not net, it's not needed. Okay. So, um, that's it. That's all of the software and, and things like that, that I use online to run my business. Um, If I were to add all of the cost of that up, right? So I have Inventory Lab um, and Merchant Words and um, List Perfectly. You know, those three together. Well, Amazon Prayer Connect, there's no fee for that. So, uh, and I'm not counting my G Suite account because it's not needed. Um, but on a monthly basis, it's I pay $127 a month for my software. Okay. Um, and then, you know, that may change depending on when you're listening to this. That may change depending on the price of everything. Uh, sometimes prices go up. Um, and that is a total of uh, $1,524 in a year. All right. So I pay about just over $1,500 a year for my software related things for my business in the description or in the show notes of this episode i'm going to have some links to where you can benefit from these uh things as well so where i have some affiliate links where you're going to be able to get discounts and uh things like that and if you're listening to this um right after it Right after this episode, right after this episode comes out, or you know, shortly after that, there may be links that um, that are not there. Just letting you know. But I am uh, over time. I'm going to be adding some links, some affiliate links to a lot of the things we're going to talk about today. Um, so yeah, so if you want to uh, support the podcast, I would appreciate it if you use the affiliate links if you want to. Go ahead and get some of these uh, services. And these are all things that I use. Okay. These are things that I use currently. I've been using them for years. You know, that's Merchant Words, for example. Uh, List Perfectly, for example. Inventory Lab, for example. Um, and, you know, I've, I'm long ta- long-time customers. So, you know, this is not one of those things where it's like, oh, I think this is a good idea for you to use it, but I don't use it. Now, I've been using this stuff for a long time. All right, so let's move in, let's move move moving along to equipment. Okay, so we're gonna run through this one quite, uh, you know, little little quickly. So um, <clears throat> the printer, the printer that I use, I've been using the same printer um, since 2018, and it's called the Rolo, and a lot of people are familiar with Rolo now. But back then it was a new thing, and um, and it's it's still kicking. You know what I'm saying? It's still kicking. 
and it and, and it's such a lifesaver. Now, before I found Rolo, because uh, uh, like I said, 2018 is when I started up e-commerce again. Uh, but I but I was selling on Amazon the year prior before, uh, the year prior to 2017, and uh, like Q4, um, middle of the year, close to Q4, and I was I was using uh, my regular printer, and I was printing out labels. Um, what do you, what do you call those? Where it's like 36 uh, labels. What do you call that stuff? But anyways, if you're an Amazon seller, you 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 probably know about the the labels you put on your products when you send them to FBA. Those little the, the little labels. I was getting those. I was printing those out from my regular printer. You know, I think it was like 36 on a page or 20 on a page or whatever it was, and I would cut them out with scissors. And when I say it took me a long ass time to do a shipment to send a shipment to Amazon, it took me a long ass time. I remember one time it took me like six. This is when I was brand new anyway like first you know first trying to figure out how to hook up my inventory lab and all because you know you have to hook up inventory lab when you're you know sending these shipments in you don't have to but that's how what i was doing so when i was new to inventory lab i was new i was just super green you know on how to send a shipment i would uh it would it took six hours one night i remember this i remember what i was doing i remember you know how dim the lights were where i was sitting and i remember all of it and i just like this was crazy and i was excited as shit you know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was one of the, one of, you know, it was a great feeling, you know, it was just a great feeling, but, um, but I remember, you know, how tough it was and I didn't know, you know, I didn't know any different. But anyways, fast forward. Um, I got the Rolo printer cause I, this is when I first started, when I started back up on e-commerce, I was like, okay, I can't do that again. You know what I was doing before. So I need to find a solution. And I did, I found the Rolo printer and the Rolo printer prints out um, four by six labels. Um, <clears throat> um, now, this is for my non-Amazon stuff. And this, this is for my uh, merchant-fulfilled Amazon orders as well. But all of my uh, labels that I print to fulfill my orders come from the Rolo printer. Uh, you could buy a wireless one or one with a wire. I have the original one with the wire. I don't need the wireless Um I don't, need, I don't need to upgrade, especially when it's kicking still the way it's kicking. So, um, so yeah, uh, I do. Uh, what is this? I don't even know where it went. Um, <clears throat> anyways, I have a, I have a uh, anyways, I have a different printer that's that I use for my FBA, but I haven't done FBA in so long. Or and you know since last year rather since Q4 last year, I didn't um. And, and it's not essential. It's not essential for me to run my business, but I have a. Uh, I can't even find it. It's usually right here on my table, but anyways, I have a the 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 small uh Turbo 450. Uh, Dymo, the Dymo Turbo 450 label printer. That's for my, um. That is for my FBA um, shipments. You know, you get the little, the little, the little uh, labels that come out that you, you have to put on each product. But um, anyways, that is a Dymo. I have that, and yeah, I need, I need to find it. 
but okay so cool so roller printer is still kicking dymo still kicking i had dymo since uh since the beginning 2017 so it's all still kicking uh i have storage racks um and we're, we're you know we're in the equipment section by the way of of, of the uh things that i use the equipment section of the podcast i have these uh these storage racks and um i bought a nice one last year i've had one since 2018 that i used to keep in my dining room uh see what 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 uh you know if you haven't you know followed the podcast too long or if you haven't followed it for long at all i used to live in a, an apartment and um uh is apartment that i first moved to when i first came to las vegas and i got a storage rack and i would put my products on there uh it was in a dining room though and for the most part i had i had products and i had printers and my amazon stuff on there and my uh and I, you know, I had products and boxes all in my living room, all in the hallways. I mean, like, it's everywhere, right? Uh, and that's how it was for um, for a little while. And then I had moved. I had moved into a, uh, a house with a garage, and now I use my garage for storage. So now I have more room for uh, uh, these storage racks, and I bought a nice one last year. Uh, was it one, two, one, two, three, four, five, five shelves, nice and sturdy, so on and so forth, so on and so forth. I'll have, um, eventually if I don't have it up today or tonight, I'm going to have links for where you can find these racks. And I have a ton of space with, you know, boxes and stuff like that. But anyways, that's neither here nor there, but yeah, storage racks. I use that. Oh, here's my Dymo printer. Yeah. Dymo label writer 450 turbo and this thing is still kicking i use it once a year you know what i'm saying and uh it does what i need it to do for my amazon fba shipments all right um i have a dolly i use a dolly move boxes around uh for new shipments that come to the house you know to get a dolly use them uh some of the stuff stuff be heavy you know what i'm saying so use them to you know bring them in the garage and also to move certain things around if I need to in the garage. Uh, yeah, you know, nothing too crazy. And what else? I have a, I have like a push cart. It's not too big. It's actually kind of cheap. Um, but uh, I didn't need a big sturdy one. But it's pretty cheap. And basically what I do with this push cart is... Um, when I'm fulfilling my orders, uh, what had, what I realized the problem that I was having was like, okay, so I go to my storage racks, I grab the products, you know, I grab the orders, but then when I come sit down to, you know, print the labels out, I have nowhere to put them. I have nowhere to put the products while I'm, you know, uh, fulfilling my orders while I'm, you know, right, right, right while I'm packaging, packaging the products. So I, I now put them on this cart. I just throw them on the cart and then I'm able to, you know, go to, go to the, uh, storage racks, get the orders, put them on the cart, bring the cart over to my computer and, um, printer. As I'm here, I'm, uh, packaging them up, grabbing, grabbing the, uh, product, packaging them, putting the label on the package 
and bam, you know, and move and move them over to the next to the next area. Um, <clears throat> let's see. And lastly, speaking of packaging, uh, shipping supplies. I wrote down shipping supplies. Uh, shipping supplies I just get from USPS.com. Um, they're free, you know. And uh, I'm at a point where I know exactly what I need. I don't, you know, I, I know exactly the most efficient shipping supplies, you know, whether it's boxes. I, I use a, see, I, I'll give you a little, I'll give, I'll give you a t- I'll give you a tip right now. A little nice little hint. And I didn't figure this out. I figured this out by looking at this, uh, this, this, this YouTube video. And the guy was talking, he's, he's, a, he's a Poshmark seller. Um, I, I forgot his name. But anyways, it's um, a so Poshmark seller. He's selling eBay and stuff too. But uh, uh, he said something about Tyvek. And I was like, I don't know what that is. So it took me a while to search it and figure it out. And I got these Tyvek, Tyvek envelopes. And these envelopes are great. These are great for me, for what I for what I sell. And it's the only thing I use um, for the most part, you know. Uh, I would say 90% of the time I'm using Tyvek for most of my orders. Because everything that I have fits in there. Everything that I have. Um, except if, if it's a seasonal item, a key for item, that's not going to work. The Tyvek stuff. But the stuff that I sell year-round, I also sell on Poshmark. And um, that's that. So, yeah, shipping supplies, you know, that that's... You know, you don't pay for it. Um, well, you can pay for it if you go on their website. There's stuff you can pay for. But for the most part, there's you're not going to have to pay for anything. Um, now, shipping supplies, um, I do during Q4, I do have to buy stuff. I do have to buy boxes. I have to buy uh, bubble wrap and all this other stuff. Um, but that's really at this point, it's once a year that I have to buy that stuff. Uh, um and then I take that back. There is um, these um, bubble mailers that I buy. Uh, I probably buy, I don't know, two, maybe 200 a, a month or maybe 200 every two months. I buy these bubble mailers for one of my, for a few of my products that, um, that fit. I have maybe like, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight products that fit in these bubble mailers. And I said, you know, but everything else, I, I, uh, those are about, those are, they're 40 cents each for a pack of a hundred. So I spend about $40 per hundred, but everything else I get from uh, USPS that I, that I use. So that's it. That's all I use. You know, that is it. Um, and I do have a, I, I do have a regular printer, uh, that has come into handy sometimes. Like I don't, uh, I haven't sold anything on Macari all year, which is getting ready to change. I, I just bought some products that just came back in stock that I only sell on Macari, um, have came back in stock. So I just bought some, I'm waiting on those to get here. Um, so I'm going to be, I'm going to be selling on Macari again. So I have a regular printer and I've been having issues with connecting my printer for, Mac- um, I've been having issues with printing from Macari to my Rolo printer. Um, it's been so, I haven't sold anything on Macari all year. So I kind of forgot exactly what my problem was. 
I think it had to do with, you know what, I think I know what it is. I think I remember now. I didn't have enough memory on my computer at the time to um, to download Adobe Acrobat. So I was trying to print from Macari the label without using Adobe, and it didn't work that well. So I was printing to my regular printer and then cutting up the... Uh, cutting out the label from the eight and a half by 11 paper. And I didn't have too many sales on Macari during that time, but it was annoying to do that. Um, but now I have a new computer that I bought, plenty of storage. I have Adobe Acrobat. So I think that problem is going to be done. Um, so I'll be able to sell on Macari with no issues, at least with without the issues that I was having. I could be able to print from my roller printer. But um, so, yeah, I have a regular printer. I don't need it. So, you know, but I, I, I'll have, you know, links to a affiliate link to uh, Amazon to get the printer that I use. I use a HP Office Jet 3830. Um, so if you, you know, if you want to support, like I said, if you want to support the podcast, you know, go to the show notes uh, of this episode and use the, the links to get either the equipment or the uh, software that I use in my business. Um, that's it. I told you I was going to keep it short and sweet. It's not all the way short and sweet, but I, I covered everything I needed to cover. Um, thank you guys for tuning in again. And I'll get back with you as soon as I can. Um, and uh, yeah, just um, to uh, continue to... Um, Continue to 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 dream. You know what I'm saying? Continue to dream. You know, I was trying to think of uh, the best way I was trying to explain or the best way I wanted to say what I'm getting ready to say. It's just continue to dream. Um, I know that and just want to have some last words before we get out of here. I know that, you know, uh, you know, it gets tough out here. You know what I'm saying? It gets tough out here. You know, real life happens, you know, whether it's uh, drama with, you know, in-laws or drama with, you know, uh, friends or drummer with uh, spouses or kids and, or parents or there's always something going on, you know. There's always something that's um that's probably bothering you or something that's probably eating at you. But um, what what I what I tend to do is I just try to make sure I get up every day and make sure I get to work. You know what I'm saying? If you make sure you get up and make sure you show up, um. It may not feel right at that time, but maybe a month down, a week down, maybe a year down, you'll realize that you made the right decision by still getting up to show up, you know, showing up for you. Because you got to do this for yourself. When I say get up to go to work, that's for you, not for the money you're making to support family or whatever else. No, you got to get up for you. You know, you got to do this shit for you, you know. Um, you matter. All right. So thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. And I'll get back with you guys as soon as I can. Peace.